Hello, and welcome to our podcast. We want to teach you stuff and make you laugh and also turn you on. I'm Sleeping Girl. I'm Cece. And we're the two hip chicks. So let's take a shot and get this show on the road. All right. So let's record the shot. <laughs> okay. I thought Did you were going to laugh at that, actually. Twice in a row. Yeah. No, I mean, you laughed. It was a... Well, yeah, because you weren't laughing, and now it's awkward because I said something, and there was just dead air because you didn't pick up my joke. Mm. It was a, pri- it was a uh, just to keep everyone filled in. I guess it was like a, a private joke between me and Cece because I, before I started the recording, I was like, "All right, so let's record the shot," and then I started the recording, and I was like, "All right, so let's record the shot," and she didn't react. No, but I did say you said it a second time. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. uh, so today we're taking a shot of a really appropriately named uh, peanut butter whiskey called Scatterbrain. Um, yeah. And we... Uh, we don't know if it's any good. We don't know if it's any good, although we uh, were recently at a party where there was peanut butter whiskey and we were like, wow, this is really great. But it turns out maybe I was really drunk at that point. But we're not sure. <laughs> but we don't know. So we're trying all sorts so of different... So we're trying so many different <laughs> peanut butter whiskeys <laughs> to right. see if it's a thing. So, uh, cheers. Cheers. That's a journey. That's a- Oh, it's still continuing. Oh, God. Oh, I like it better at the end, though. Oh, boy, that burns, though. How are you okay? It's not burning for me. It'll probably come later, though. Hold on. No, I mean, it I mean, hasn't wait. burned yet. Don't wait, you know. So that was like... No, it's burning now. That was like extremely. That was more peanut buttery than the one that we tried before. It was. Yeah. Um, the one that we tried before was peanutty. Oh, the the brand was but peanutty. It's, it's actually peanutty. Peanutty. Like P dot nutty. A dot ham. Uh, P dot nutty. Is that is that how reference old, is that reference like five is years audience? five years out of date at this point? Five years. Oh goodness. <laughs> You're um, old. I so I would totally we we never are like I would recommend this alcohol but I, I would actually recommend this alcohol. Oh, you like it? Yeah, I think it's good. It you is You like Scatterbrain. It, well, it okay. definitely has a lot I'll of put that on the list. It definitely has a burn to it like So it's kind of it's <laughs> shoots. <laughs> shoots and ladders. It shoots and leaves. Shooting shooter shooting shooting shots. 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 Um, it, it really burns, though, but it's very peanut buttery. So, all right, so let's get this started. Hi, I'm Sleeping Girl. And I'm Cece. And this is our Two Hip Chicks podcast, Two Hip Chicks, where we definitely have alcohol, and we pick a couple topics to talk about hypnosis, kink, yes. lifestyle stuff. And editing Sleeping Girl is here to remind you that this podcast is not safe for work. And also, please don't listen to it while you're driving because we do trance during this podcast, usually clearly marked, but always hypnotic language and stuff like that floating around. Um, Hot things. Yeah. Uh, I do want to take a moment, like, before we kind of get into things and say that I think we were sort of muttering about possibly doing an anime podcast the last couple of episodes here. Um, and we did. Um, we finally put out an episode for that. Um, the the name of the podcast is called Sake Monogatari, which is a Sake Monogatari, which is a play on uh, my favorite anime. Um, but I will link to it like on my Twitter and like different places that you can find our podcast if you're interested in listening to us talk about more than just hypnosis stuff. And I mean, probably kink stuff will tie into it at some yeah, point. I mean, um, our relationship, it's our relationship. Yeah, but like lots so. of anime stuff and the stuff that we're watching and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, lots of stuff apparently, uh, but uh, the the first episode that we put out is sort of like a taster of like, okay, what are we into? What's our top? Yeah, favorite get shows? to know us on an anime level. Yeah, a little bit of that. It, and our it's taste. also sort of a trash fire, but you know us. Um, and uh, the next episode, so so when this episode of Two Hip Chicks airs, um, it'll be the fourth Friday of the month, and that is the new schedule that we're going to. Is is Two Hip Chicks is now going to be the fourth Friday of every oh, month? Oh yeah, that's very important actually. Um, and the anime <laughs> podcast Sakamonogatari is going to be on the first Friday of every month, so right. it'll basically right. follow Two Hip Chicks. Um, so just wanted to say yes. that and be responsible for my content. <laughs> no, that's real. That's so real, right? So today uh, we are talking about uh, like improv and improvising trance and like the sort of age old like, oh, you can use anything to make hypnosis happen. Um, yes. 
this came up because we were hanging out with our with our like friend group like our vanilla Sorry. friends on discord and i was just like nonchalantly like all right y'all i have to do a podcast today what the hell should i make the topic and one of my like dumbass friends was like oh you should do it on woodpeckers I was like, uh-huh. And he was like, you know, woodpecker is like, their tongue goes into their brains or some shit. Now, it wraps around all the way around to their brains or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and to be clear, like... I, I guess I don't actually know. I didn't... Well, I was going to say, like, I didn't look <laughs> this up. I, I didn't look this up. So that could be bullshit or it could be totally true. But I I trust this person implicitly when it comes to their knowledge <laughs> on animals. But also on a side note, it doesn't matter. If that's true, if you wanted to use it. Uh, sure. As long as the person doesn't have some, like, predisposed facts about woodpeckers in their brains. I don't even think that would matter. Well, so, <laughs> it's, funny enough, like, Cece and I were sitting there and we were giving him a hard time about uh, giving us this topic. Um, and, uh, but we both, like, separately were like, oh, well, I guess this is a good opportunity <laughs> to talk about, like, oh, all things can be hypnotic. Yep. But I will say, I will start this off with. Yes. Not that I think that you should randomly talk about woodpeckers to put your partner into trance. Why? Because it doesn't fit the theme. This is number one. Oh. <laughs> number- <laughs> you did say you had some things to say about oh, yeah. this topic. Oh, yeah. I got things to say. I always have things to say. <laughs> I always have things to say. You always have relevant things to say. <laughs> That's very kind. Um, So... I guess to kind of let's sort of like talk about the generality of like what we're discussing here, which is the idea that I think most people are familiar with folks kind of saying like, well, hypnosis, like on a certain level, you can use anything as an induction. You can use anything to relate uh, with someone to put them into trance or to use this as a suggestion or something. Um, And I think that's totally true. Um, Right. Like, that's a fact. 100%. Yay, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Um, the and, and I think this is also a really important skill that people should build. Like, as you're getting more and more used to doing hypnosis with somebody, like, a lot of people start out and they start out with scripts or they start out learning, like, set inductions and stuff. And then when you start, like, stretching your your abilities and, yeah. and, and, and learning new things about hypnosis, you sort of get more familiar with the idea of, of improvising and, and using different um, sure, things sure. To, to do trance with as opposed to these, like, rigid kinds of things. Um, so I think this is, like, a really important skill. I Let's talk about this idea, though, about using a woodpecker to put sure. someone into trance. Sure. So, Are we talking about me? Uh, or maybe we should talk about somebody else because I feel like, I don't know. What? I just feel like if you started talking yes. about a woodpecker, well, that's the thing. I'd be all set. Like, that is the thing. <laughs> it's not that it won't work if you if you use something completely random. It's not that it won't work. Yeah. The question is, is really, like, my, my kind of, like, I don't know, I get MO or my philosophy on all of this is that when you're hypnotizing someone what you're doing and what you're saying should kind of fit the theme and the emotions of what you're currently doing. Okay. So this applies to, so I wrote about this in the brainwashing book where, um, okay. When you're, when you're doing conditioning with someone, um, there's a concept called belongingness where when you're trying to relate or associate two concepts, or create a trigger or an anchor. Like, mm-hmm. all, all all of this relates to uh, classical uh, conditioning. Okay. Um, if you create an anchor of something that makes no sense to the, the, the response, it yeah. has a harder time sticking. Okay. So, if you wanted to... So, if you wanted to create, for example, like, an orgasm trigger, for... The general idea is if you are trying to pair that response with something completely weird, like so like a woodpecker. Like a woodpecker, for example. Like every time you say the word woodpecker, the person is gonna orgasm. Like oh, that'd be horrible. straight up, we can understand that's just not very sexy, right? 
Like, oh, I see what you're saying. You so, know, so and, it, it's more of an uphill battle to some degree when it sure. comes to you could say you could say yeah. it that way. Um, and this is this holds true in like uh, like psych literature. Like this is stuff that people have done studies on about like if you try to pair one response with another. Um, like what pairs more easily? Sure, sure, and, sure. Like woodpeckers to orgasm is a pretty stretch. Like that's that's a bit of a stretch. Right. Can you get there? Of course you can. I would. I think I I totally hear what you're saying, right? right? And I totally understand it right. and everything. But there is a part of me. Are that... you about to say like, wouldn't it be so terrible if? Somebody... Well, right. So that example, yes. or even just really proving a point yes right and that like, is that if, is where it's if useful. you can make me orgasm by associating it with a freaking woodpecker right like that's almost more power like in some ways it can be it absolutely right? can be and that's kind of like the flip side of it you know right 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 um so th- obviously this is situational. i love perspectives right like and i yeah. always you know so it has nothing to do with you know yeah saying but or whatever but it's but, true but, but it's, it's true yeah, like yeah. and that is something that i think is really important to know which is that as long as you know that that's what you're doing <laughs> right exactly that's really relevant and and that's kind of like why i like to make this statement like despite the fact that it can be a really big like proof of power if someone can sure. associate to like really opposite kinds of things right. um is that I, I think a lot of people like this is a little bit of me doing the disproving of the, like, oh, hypnosis is this thing that increases suggestibility. Um, mm. Because people, like, from my experience of, of hearing people talk and, like, being in situations where people are, uh, like, learning hypnosis, um, they're like, okay, so hypnosis is this thing that makes someone more suggestible. So I put them in hypnosis, and then I can do whatever the fuck I want because they're more suggestible now. Mm. Big big air quotes around that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like... No, I think the the underlying idea behind hypnosis and this broad topic of how to improvise trance yeah. is that, no, people are still making critical, uh, like, assessments and decisions. Right. Um, and again, this can change. Like, some people experience, like, like I would say that hypnosis is about perspective change and sure, uh, sure. Per- perception change as well. So the way that you perceive things in trance may not be identical to the way that you perceive or process things outside of trance. That being said, it is much better, in my opinion, to uh, like think of your partner as someone who is still processing things in the way that any human might well, process can, things. Sure, sure. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, honestly, you have to have that knowledge to do the other thing, in my opinion. Like, to do the other thing, like, with intent. Oh, to do, the, to do the thing that, that is yeah, associating to... Yeah, so to do to... the opposite thing yeah. for, like, repulsive reasons or, right. or, or even, you know, whatever. And the thing about associating two things that are so... So interesting. The thing about, like, making a trigger or something b- between two things that are so opposite comes back around to the idea that I think, like, is underlying all of improvisational trance, which is that you need to, like, your number one skill as a hypnotist is your ability to create a logical path between concepts um, and a logical logical connections between two things that you want to associate. So could we do the woodpecker thing? Of course. (laughs) It would require me as the hypnotist to do a little bit of bullshitting and kind of like talking my way through this because I would think to myself Mm. and I think we've talked about this on the podcast before this like idea of the Wikipedia game which I'll briefly recap again I mean I think I I love that you start at a random Wikipedia page and then you have to get to Kevin Bacon or whatever right um just by clicking the links in the Wikipedia page you start at whatever Africa you, right, or any random yeah, yeah, yeah. page. And you have to do it through things that are inside the Wikipedia page. So in hypnosis, if your end goal will go with the woodpecker orgasm, as an example, uh, if your end we, goal... We stop talking about the woodpecker orgasm. You brought it up. For reasons. <laughs> um, your end goal is... <laughs> your end goal is orgasms, and you're starting 
page is uh, uh, woodpeckers. woodpeckers. Uh-huh. So like, what the hell is in the Wikipedia page for a woodpecker that you could connect to another page, to another page? Honestly. Or another concept to another concept. Apparently, so, their tongue goes around exactly. to lick, is long enough to lick around their brain. The, the very statement I'm just of, saying, that very, was pretty quick. The very statement of, did you know that a woodpecker's tongue... <laughs> goes all the way up inside its brain and wraps around it. That is a great starting point for an induction <laughs> that ends worst. in orgasms. This is the worst. And from so so all right, so you got this idea that the the tongue goes around the brain. Okay, so what other things could go around brains or what does it feel like for something to go around the brain? And then like, oh, does it feel good for it to go around the brain? Okay, now we've had a, we're at a good feeling. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then we have to get from a good feeling to orgasm, which is much easier than going from a woodpecker to an orgasm. You know? That's true. That's true. So this is kind of like that's sort of my idea of how improvisational trance works. Yeah, sure. Um that's it. That's the podcast. No, not even. <laughs> First of all, that's just about woodpeckers. Right. <laughs> you have to admit, though, like <laughs> when it comes to a woodpecker, because, of course, you know, I've been doing whatever. You have wood <laughs> in the name. You have pecker that's in the name. That's also true. Like... Well, and in I'm that, starting to question that this is just not a born reason. To I have will. <laughs> I will also say that in the example of woodpecker to orgasm, <laughs> acknowledging how difficult it is, quote unquote difficult, or mm-hmm. how opposite it is from the end goal. Yeah. As a show of power, verbally, like explicitly yeah, 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 acknowledging yeah. that is very helpful. Or um, even just how dirty you are right, or whatever, right. how ridiculous you are. That, exactly. And that's another... That you would make that association. And that's one of those, like, cheating paths to get to orgasm or whatever, to get to the end yeah. goal thing. Is there humiliation for that matter? Right. If you if you are sort of, like, digging into them in that way where you're like, oh, well... But for your case, Wouldn't it yeah. be so bad if this happened? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Which is yep. fine. Um <laughs> But so that's that's sort of like a that's an odd case. Yeah, I would say. Well, not an odd case, I guess. Like that's that's a, a thing that happens quite often. And I think that people like um, and I think that there's a lot of benefit that comes from being able to sort of like think about like, OK, I'm I'm not going to ignore the part in the middle between point A and point B, like the, the yeah. part in the middle really matters. Um, and, and how can I make that as believable as possible? Yeah, sure. And this is like an exercise that you can do with, like, by yourself. Oh, like, yeah. In the shower. I've done it. Anywhere where you're just, like, thinking about two things. Like, all right, so the end goal is trance. And the starting thing is a shirt. Like, I don't oh, know. I was thinking a t-shirt, too. That's <laughs> so weird. Because we're both looking at my closet. Actually, I was looking at you. Shirt. Looking at my shirt. Okay, well... Well, you were looking. Well, at you your happen shirts. to be wearing a shirt that says "doll" on it, so I do. <laughs> that's easy. Don't know why I did that, <laughs> <clears throat> but that's like not a bad route to take in that case either. Like, not that yeah. Even if you didn't have a shirt that's a doll on it, like right, I made it easy. Sorry. Somebody is wearing a shirt. Oh, what if that shirt made you go really deep into trance? Wouldn't that be weird? Or right. What if what if there was a particular kind of shirt that. Uh, helped you focus on my voice better or some bullshit like whatever right um or what if you were wearing a shirt that's a doll you know how would that make you feel like that kind of thing um it is easy all of these and, and so it's all a matter of like figuring out that like bit in the middle of the sandwich <laughs> yeah that's real which is kind of important so otherwise you just have two pieces of bread yeah eh. I want stuff. Yeah. Bread's fine. I like uh, the stuff. I don't know. I don't like analogies. Well, I'm why did you start it? I'm... Uncomfortable. <laughs> That's a word that I wouldn't associate with analogies. Uh, That's odd. Um, <laughs> now I'm thinking about that. Anyway. Not like sexually uncomfortable. Just I like how I, I, have, to speci- I like how have to specify that there's like a there's there's a yeah. there's a sleeping girl thing which is sexually uncomfortable, which yeah. is different than other kinds of uncomfortable. They all look the same. <laughs> for the record. Like let's let's let the record show. Uh-huh. <laughs> that sure is a record that is showing. Um 
but that's a great <laughs> exercise to do. Uh, and, and this also is something that helps you with, um, like, A, all hypnosis in general, but also this idea of transitions that Ooh. I think is something that I would like to explore more in, like, teaching and stuff eventually. This this came up, so this idea of transitions came up, I want to give credit, um, Elle Enchanting, who is a lovely person, mm-hmm. um, made a tweet some amount of months back in the pandemic um, where she was talking about this idea of how do you handle transitions in hypnosis? Um, and it was kind of this open-ended question of like, yeah. how do people consider this kind of thing? Because I think it is really relevant. Um, and I thought that was a great thing to, uh, like sort of unwrap. Um, because oftentimes in hypnosis, we're trying to go from, one distinct thing to another distinct thing yeah and uh like so for example how do you get from the induction to the post-hypnotic suggestions or something like that's a very common sticking point for people who are new to hypnosis sure um and they they sort of like finish the induction and the person's in trance and like okay now you're going to do xyz um and and the mark of a of, of a like a really good hypnotist for me is someone who can make that very fluid and this idea of like you can't tell the difference yeah exactly like it's mm-hmm. all the same thing mm-hmm. um and 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 this idea of being able to connect ideas is something that i think is really helpful there um but also like it's so if you take away the or if you go from the concept of like okay we're trying to get from point a to point b and use it more as sort of like whenever you're sort of like going into another concept you use this technique where you're like okay how can i get from the thing that i'm currently talking about to the next thing right you know i had more to say about that and i lost it while i was jabbering okay um i wrote a uh somebody was asking a question on like uh reddit a while back that i ended up replying to that i said something and I was like, ooh, I should explore this more. Um, I don't know, you talk about something for a minute while I'm trying to find well, this. Well, I feel like I'm fascinated that you're like, bring it bright out your phone. I know, I'm like on my phone looking at notes. Okay. Not that I make notes. I mean, I don't... I think improv is interesting and fascinating and I suppose, for me, um, I like the con... Like, I really like the concept of of the humiliation aspects, mm-hmm. right? So for me, the more of a dissociation with the thing, like a natural dissociation, mm-hmm. you know, um, is hotter. Just automatically. Right. But there's... For, but I can understand everything you're saying, but I'm, I definitely... I think I think there is a difference, it's, though. It's because, hard. Because you're not. sort of... I think for you right now you're thinking about like okay the so like let's call it like the suggestion even though we know that's bullshit term like sure, the sure, suggestion sure, sure. of the thing making a trigger or an anchor for it because like in everything that we do there's a lot of like associative like properties in the hypnosis that I do on you and it's still really hot sure I mean, it's I think all... you don't notice it is what I'm trying to say. Like, I think you don't notice it because it just is happening and oh, you're, so you're, and you're saying... focused on, you're focused on the end result. Oh, so you're saying you do put in a lot of yeah. the sandwich materials. Yes, <laughs> I sure do. Now I'm uncomfortable again because we're at an analogy. That was on purpose. Uh-huh. But, um, okay. So, hmm. so you're saying I wouldn't. I can't necessarily even say that because I've never experienced it with just boom, boom. Right. I'm sure there's been a time where I've experienced it with boom, Probably boom. even when I was more, like, less experienced. Right. Um, huh, interesting. Oh, I also, all right, so I found the, I found the, like, little Reddit post that I did. Um, so, okay. 
so somebody, I, I don't know what the original one was, but I found my comment on it. And, and we were talking about like this idea of um, like difficulty, okay, difficulty level, which is a very, very challenging thing to talk about in terms of hypnosis um, because like everyone is so different and there's a lot of sure, variables sure. Yeah. and it's very hard to qualify. Like I think it's, it's almost impossible to qualify like a difficulty level of like any given suggestion in a vacuum. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But what I do think is relevant is like what we were talking about earlier, how much of an uphill battle are you going between one, between, so between point A and point B, um, <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Mm. We, between point A and point B. <laughs> See, there's you know a thing so, we have. So where difficulty comes in is in that initial like okay how how unassociated are these two concepts yeah and how so this is just another way to think about it is how easy how much easier can it, can you make it for somebody when you yeah. do that connecting work for them um and also uh so that's where transitions comes in blah 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 um and also one of the things that can help you with that especially when you're building up to a response is just like a little linguistic trick of using like incremental language um which we talk about in our uh well in our full pacing leading class but the idea that when you're talking someone up to experiencing something yeah you start off your transitions by saying that they're going to have a little bit of this happen or it's it's going to feel slightly like this is is happening you know talking small at the start Mm -hmm. and then building up to something bigger which helps um like transitions particularly a lot like because you're you're going from one thing to another where you need them to manifest a response or you need them to manifest a no, and that makes sense. Sensation. Um, and also, like, this is also a really good, like, improv cheat where you can, like, it's not, it's it's very, so, for example, it's very hard to make somebody feel um, a lot of something very quickly, but mm-hmm. it's not that hard to make someone feel a little bit of something. Right. As a general kind of rule. Yeah, no, no, I think, I remember when we had that in the class, it was definitely one of those, like, oh, that's really... That's a really good point. Yeah. So it's more gradual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, like, I don't know. That's improv. Well, there's also, like, the idea of, like, coming from legitimate improv. So, like, improv theater. Um, okay. There's, like, some... This was which also I something I wrote I am in. not good at. I've discovered. Which doesn't make sense. <laughs> you would think I'd be really good at it. Like, I mean, just... How did you feel? We, so we went to a Ren Fair this this last yeah, weekend. sure. That was awesome. Yeah. We probably shouldn't just, like, randomly talk about that. But, yeah, no, go ahead. Well, no. Well, so we were at a Ren Fair, and it was my first Ren Fair. Um, and, uh... Her first Ren Fair. It was so much fun. I, ever. I was in love immediately. I thought it was amazing. Um, and it was apparently a small one. And yes. we're going to have to go to a bigger one. It was definitely interesting. Because it was, it was just so much fun. Um, but, of course, there's, like, actors at Ren Fairs and, and people yeah, playing basically. parts. And lots of, basically. like, role playing and yeah. stuff. Um, and I was All so excited. like, speak yeah. in that. And I was so Ren excited when language. people were, like, role playing with me. Yeah. Um, so did that make you nervous? Like, do you get, like, feel like you're being put on the spot when somebody is, like... Oi. Yes. You there. And the reason, I think one of the biggest reasons I do, see, I want to say one of the biggest reasons I do is because of like the whole accent and, yeah. and that sort of thing. And, and I'm not good at doing it. Yeah. Um, one of these days we'll just have to like literally just talk like that for like the whole day. I don't want to do and that. And see what happens. <laughs> I don't no, want to do No, I think that. that would be helpful for me. So maybe I'll just do it when you're not around or something. Okay. But um you could talk like that all this weekend. <laughs> yeah. No, I could. Maybe. We'll see. Um Mr. may not like that. Yeah. But um, probably not. Yeah. But no, 
that's part of it. But the fact of the matter is, is I've done improv before. Like I've done uh, drama classes and so forth. Mm -hmm. And they're like, let's introduce you to improv. Yeah. No, no. (laughs) And I'll tell you why. I think it's absolutely that put on the spot Mm -hmm. feel. Because if there's one thing I know about myself, if there was ever a teacher in the room and he was standing over me, if there was ever like anything where I feel like I'm being focused on, I don't know two plus two anymore. Right. You know, and not in the hot way. I get that. But just more in the like, just really don't know what to do, what to say. Yeah. No, and I think that's... But you were good. You were on top of it. Yeah. Like, he's, well, I think he made some silly comment about, like... <laughs> he, was, he, was eyeing down were, a, he was eyeing down a, a baby in a stroller behind us, and he was like... And, and we were we happened to be, like, right behind him while the baby in the stroller was further back, and he kept, like, looking back and giving us and the baby a stink eye, and he was like, you have to protect it. You have to protect me from this that imp behind me. Like, he was playing a bad guy. Um, well, he was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, and, and, and I was like well, are you going to pay us? Like, right. <laughs> for like the job that you're giving it. us? And you didn't use the accent. No. Right. I'm not going to use an accent. I don't want to use an accent. But it wouldn't occur to me to like, I don't know. It, it depends. It depends because I'm very social. Right. Right. Like I got to know everybody at my table or whatever yeah, that yeah, I was yeah. just bored talking to. Right. And I can't do that. But, but but that's all yeah. sort of beside the point. I, I do think there's a lot of but overlap. Is, is a really interesting thing. There's a lot of overlap between um, like improv theater and improv hypnosis. This being said, I know very little about improv theater. What little I do know, like, is the sort of like familiar stuff where people say like, oh, yes, and like, yes, and is a very important concept in improv theater. Okay. Where where you're, you're doing something with a... a, a uh, actor partner and um each person they'll give a part of a scenario and the other person has to just accept that part of the scenario and then add to it and then it goes yeah, sort of yeah, back yeah, and yeah. forth yeah and i think that's an incredibly good um metaphor for hypnosis um, you should do improv theater i would love if to. there was any way for you to like i bet i bet people have this idea of me as being very extroverted <laughs> And I think I am to some degree, but I'm also you're more extroverted awkward. than I am. I'm awkward as hell. <laughs> That's complicated. <laughs> and I'm I I have I've been working on my social skills for a very long time at this point because they were very lacking. But the the but anyways the um sorry. But this this whole idea. <laughs> I said something to say about extrovert. And I and I put this and I I put this in the brainwashing book as well. This idea that like when you're doing hypnosis with somebody like. You need to, at all times, be looking for their reactions and responses to whatever you're doing because sure. you're giving them, essentially, you're giving them a scenario. Huge, And yeah. they're having some kind of response to it. And then you need to say, yes, I see your response. And right. it's the same thing. It's utilization. Absolutely. Which I think is also very important in improv. It's not just the idea that you're taking your own concepts and putting from going from point A to point B to C to D, etc. You're yeah. also at the same time you've got this like other like timeline that is yeah feeding you information that you need to sort of like braid into your uh hypnosis. And like pacing and leading obviously is a really uh big part of that. Um and if we teach this class a lot. It's called Pacing, Leading, and Ambiguity. Um, or at least we taught it a lot over the pandemic. I'm sure we'll teach it more, especially as uh, in-person events come up and we're doing more online teaching and stuff. And also this class is... The, we recorded a version available um, at my Gumroad store where you can just download the class and yep. watch us teach this. Um, but, like, the short version is, like, Pacing and Leading is all about... It's an NLP concept that's all about observing your partner and like remarking on their responses so it gets you it gets you into the habit of being able to like notice what your partner is absolutely uh, feeling which is 
and also Huge. like not only noticing but 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 literally verbally feeding it back into your hypnosis which is super super important yeah and then you sort of learn how to like make connections between that and your concepts mm-hmm. that and the next thing you want to say well and it's totally relevant when it comes to improvising or you know taking some random thing like i spy in this room yeah you know a water bottle and and then using that in hypnosis i do want to say like it doesn't always have to be an orgasm thing either like that was the thing we kind of landed really doesn't not sure why maybe just because you heard wood and pecker but (laughs) um it, it could be anything right like and and i would actually even say i think it would be a fun challenge or or interesting you know thing to try out like literally do like an i spy yeah pick an item and then like see how you can make that into a trance like you know just weave it i loved that braiding yeah i was immediately just seeing the that was beautiful that was just beautiful thank you i'll take it no metaphor no i mean yes metaphor not analogy simile <laughs> like yeah. it was a metaphor it was it was also was probably kidding. an analogy and like symbolism too like they're all related yeah. um However, well this is this is the thing uh like, and i think that's great practice i do want to like i i don't want to harp on this a bunch because we've already talked about it a lot but the thing the thing that i really want to impress on people is that like yes you can make anything into induction Yes, it can even be, like, kind of extra hot for some people when you make yes. it something opposite. The The thing that I think is really important is that you're using things in your trance that carry something of significance to you and your partner. Like, something that is that has importance either to you or to sure. the, the partnership or the, the history of both of you. Like, yeah. something that you can... That is, like, relevant in your lives and in your brains, like that that carries like weight so, so so something like a woodpecker like doesn't carry a lot of weight except perhaps to my my stupid friend who brought it up who is really into phylogeny um <laughs> but and and if i used it with you it would i would give it weight because it would be this thing where well we also like heard the conversation and everything right. together and i mean like exactly sure. Sure. And and even if it be, it turned into something that was like, oh, wow, I can't believe you're getting off on a woodpecker, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, right. then it would have weight. But I also think it's really important to incorporate things that are, like, that that feel, like, significant to your relationship. That's how you build intimacy. Like, that's how you build a partnership that has its own, like, private grammar and all of this really sexy, important, like, relationship crap. Like... So, yeah, I, I just, I just, it's really so, important. Okay. So let me ask you a question. Sure. <laughs> because it, it almost sounds like your Memories, any, anything. So, like, so, so are you talking about, okay, use anything, but then take that thing. And tie it and back f- in. tie it in a way with memories tie it with the you relationship can do that. that's one but is that what you're saying or are you saying don't do improv because it sounds a little like i'm not saying don't do improv so what so what would be like your improv thing what's what well like so um so not woodpeckers okay right so you would want to do something that's so if more... i was going to do improv hypnosis like right now yeah, sure. Okay. Well, I'm looking at your face, so I'm thinking about your face. Okay. So I'd probably talk about your face, and I would talk about like all the different times that I've seen your face in trance, and like, okay, um, the the like important the importance that that carries for me, and like how many memories there are of me seeing your face in trance, and then like you have like a sense memory of how many times your face has been blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cece's nodding. What? A lot. I heard you uh-huh but but that kind of thing so like yeah. i'm using i'm using something in my environment that is like that has a relationship significance to it yeah you know and that relates to the kind of emotion and tone that i want to bring into the trance mm. and like that that's just like spur of the moment example you know 
Um, I could talk about the doll t-shirt, you know, it's very simply like I'm looking at CC and I'm looking to see what is happening or I could do something. Winnie the Pooh? No. I don't remember where you got those, so I probably wouldn't talk about them, but I might like, who cares? You can use anything. There's a lot of, there's a lot of not rules in this episode of the podcast. Um... But I mean, and, and, and so like, this is kind of similar to your, how do you pace and lead? Like, okay, I'm looking at CC and I'm like, what are things yeah. that I could talk about? And I'm also like going internally to my own brain of like, yeah. what have I been thinking about that she cares about? You know, like yeah. I could probably start talking about the article that I wrote this week and then you would be interested in it because mm-hmm. you want to know what it is. And so like, then I could start off that way and see where that goes, you know, um, any kinds of things like that that are that just like are not completely random things like that is one thing that you can do you can absolutely do something that is completely random and it yeah. can be super hot yeah i guess for me improv literally means super random oh that is so that's interesting that is definitely not what it well, means yeah, for me so it's almost like we we started the podcast with different thoughts on what that means but that's okay yeah, too right that's like, wild yeah no well that's why that's why I said to you, it wasn't meaning to be like a rude thing or something. Of, so you're not doing improv, but that's because I that's see. my concept. Yeah. Is totally random. And then trying to make that random thing work. No, I don't think so. Agreed. Understood. I mean, understood. Yeah. That that's not what you see it as, which is fine. That's, that's, that's cool. Improv just I'm glad means, we got there. Though. Well, improv means. Glad we just weren't. Imp- improvising so it's not like yeah like improvisation is is not random improvisation is about finding patterns like even in jazz which like mm. improvisation in jazz i i grew up that's deep playing jazz you follow a <laughs> set of rules like the whole yeah. the whole point is that you're playing within a, a chord structure and you're yeah. playing notes that have to fit in that chord structure. They can feel random, but they're just actually just expressive. Like you're making choices that fit within something. And sometimes you deviate from that, but you have, you come back to it. There's always a form. Interesting. Okay. Um, so. That might be why I was bad at improv. Yeah. You don't want to just pick a random thing <laughs> for improv. Well, or I thought I had to, right? Yeah. Like. That's so interesting. Yeah. That's so funny. It is funny. Well, I think we're going to take a short break and <laughs> come back and do some improv trance because that is what is going to happen here and what happens every single podcast. So this is just going to be the same, trance, yeah. the same thing over and over. All right. Uh, beer beat. But it'll be hot. All right. So we're going to like. Do some, do some stuff. Yeah. That's going to be completely <laughs> improvised as per usual. <laughs> I'm going to move the microphone a little bit closer. Okay. Oh, yeah. Why are we so quiet? No, I'm not now. You weren't supposed to talk while I was doing that because I was going to cut it out of the edit. You can talk now. I'm done moving the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Why is your quiet so... Nope, wrong, wrong, reverse that. Why is your laugh so quiet? Because I'm not laughing like me. Insane laugh. Oh, that's true. The one where I like when you're in Discord and you're really loud. I can't breathe. That's really super quiet. Yeah, when people can't breathe, they don't. They don't talk. I have this really stupid laugh. I, I'm actually very self-conscious about the way that I laugh. Oh, goodness. I'm so sorry. It's I okay. No, I, just because, like, when I actually get laughing, like, really hard, I, it, like, the exhale is completely silent, and then I do the, like, thing, like, just over and over and over. Just like everybody. It's not great. I'm very self-conscious of my laugh, too, though. Oh, you have a great laugh, though. It depends on which one. You, all of them are good. Even the... The static laugh? Yeah. Yeah. How'd you know? <laughs> How would I not know it was CC? God, we have been together my, for so my long. My static laugh, I was always very self-conscious of. But that's actually the quieter one. Yeah. In retrospect. Yeah. Your regular, your, like, regular laugh is really loud, and then you have your evil laugh. I'm not doing it. I did it earlier. 
<laughs> I could hear it, but. Uh, <laughs> oh now I'm like not like trying not to laugh. I know now we're now we're both thinking about our laughs. Great. No, no, I've gotten used to it. Yeah, I've gotten used to it. Yeah. Hmm. A lot of people have complimented me on it at this point in my life. You do. You have a. You have a. They never used to compliment me on it. Really? Oh, like when you were a kid or something? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you sound like Ernie. Which they were wrong. Really? Yeah, they were wrong, actually. That's pretty wrong. Yeah. Well, then somebody corrected them and said, oh, no, you actually sound like Huckleberry Hound. Oh, and, I didn't and get then, that reference. Right. I didn't either, for the record. Uh, and I'm sorry to any of our listeners that do get that reference, but they were actually right. <laughs> he really sounds, it's, my laugh absolutely sounds like Huckleberry Hound. It's an old cartoon. I see. I had to find it. Uh, you know. Yeah. So turns out well whatever <laughs> well that was a lot of information let's just do some hypnosis i guess improv <laughs> our podcast is improv it sure is always oh my god oh i would like to add sorry so when we weren't on the mic i was thinking about improv and and so forth like and how it's if I'm put on the spot, it's a problem. Yeah. But honestly, if I'm the one initiating something, I'm good to go. Like, I could talk on for hours after that. Yeah, you were talking about this in the context of, like, you're really good at meeting new people. Yes. Um, and for you, that is putting them on the spot because you know... Not that I, you know, mean it in a bad way. No, no. Like, <laughs> you were saying, like, you... you yeah. in, in a situation where you're meeting somebody, you already kind of know what you have in common with them to some degree. Yeah. So, and, like, Because you know why you're there. Yeah. And, and like, they're there. What the, the person's, like, slight personal history and stuff. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... You said something that I was thinking, which was that, well, hypnosis, as the hypnotist, you're putting the as other person the hypnotist, on the spot. As the hypnotist, you are actually putting them on the spot. So I'm questioning I might be actually better good at hypnotist. it than I thought. Maybe. You'd probably be decent. I probably wouldn't be bad. Yeah. My voice would probably carry oh, yeah. me through, That's... so I'd be fine. <laughs> you have a good voice. I used to do ghost stories and sex stories. I know. As a child. Yep. Yes, I do mean as a child. <laughs> What you do around the campfires? Oh yeah, and Girl Scouts. Oh yeah. I mean, I played a lot. Oh, of, there you go. Played now a lot. Of, got, oh, there's a static line. You got all yeah. of them. Oh you yeah, that was them. that was all yeah, of them in a row. That was like a little repertoire. <laughs> no, repertoire. Is that right? Repertoire. Is that? But is that the right word? I don't think so. Yeah, more like a calendar. buffet. <laughs> <laughs> calendar. <laughs> what a calendar? You were like opening a book or something. I was like, are you opening a calendar? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, it's calendars like this. <laughs> but this Shit. was buffet. <laughs> Record so like that. Neither of us neither us said you. book. Like <laughs> right? well, why would I say book? I was thinking buffet. <laughs> Oh, I got the giggles. I forgot about that one. Oh boy, a little high pitched thing going yeah. on. Yeah. All right. That's so that's the one where masters like before... dogs in the other yard are hearing you right now. I'm like, sorry, dogs. Sorry, dogs. So we should like. Do <laughs> what happened? We, we can't cut this out. We got the giggles. It's fine. Go ahead, okay. chance. Oh. It's fine. We can just, like, always do hypnosis whenever we want to do hypnosis. It's not hard. Because it's so easy, right? I mean, that's obvious, right? It's not hard because it's easy. That's funny, too. We were just talking about laughing. In fact, we were just laughing a lot. And I'm sort of moving your head around, and that's a little bit reminiscent of the way that, like, your body was already sort of in motion because of how you were like laughing with your whole body and I'm sure you were sort of feeling it in your chest and like a little bit in your neck where your your whole like sense of balance and stuff was moving because things were so funny and then like earlier today when we were going to the dance thing there was a lot of body motion involved and even this kind of same sort of head motion of the head 
swaying from side to side, which sort of kicks up those memories of when we were there. And there was all that stuff with breathing involved too, about the idea of like changing the way that your body is feeling and the way that your body is like expressing motion as a way to like almost coincide with breath and coincide with like the natural rhythm of your sort of sense of self and um, processing to some degree right because when you're doing that kind of thing and when you're when you're using your body in such a way that it's it's becoming an extension of your breath and it's becoming an extension of the way that you just inhabit space and your sense of self um, it turns into this really lovely kind of thing that changes your awareness and changes your perception of your body um, and changes your awareness of your like identity to some degree um, when we were outside and we were sort of taking in nature at the same time as moving around and moving to a beat um, there's all this idea of like rhythm and environment um, and maybe that to some degree changes the way that you perceive both rhythm and environment and what is the natural rhythm that you feel at this point is it dictated by the way that you're breathing and then if I change the way that you breathe does that change the way that you feel rhythm and what does like that slower feeling mean and how does your brain process that and then your brain is like wrapped up in all these ideas of like okay so now I have to focus on this idea of rhythm and now I have to think about like what kinds of rhythms are there are the rhythms of what you know my chest rising and falling the rhythm of the way that she's speaking and the rhythm of like even the tiniest I'm watching your face and the tiniest little flutters of your eyes like getting caught up in the rhythm of the way that your eyes flutter sort of like changes that like maybe to some degree to be a little bit more conscious but at the same time it's less conscious and it's more that you're sort of watching from the outside where you're like oh I'm sort of watching my eyes flutter and I don't really have control over it and that idea that feeling of not having control over it and having to watch it happen and having to notice an aspect of it noticing the aspect of rhythm really changes the sensation and it really changes everything when you feel that sense of like oh I'm not in control of this anymore my body is doing this my body has all these natural rhythms that are happening and I'm not a part of it someone else is influencing it someone else is being more of a part of it than I am right now and then that idea of like being taken away from yourself has this sort of like flavor or taste to it of it's like a little bit more object like a little bit more doll I mean you're wearing a shirt it says doll on it right now and so that's a really natural place to go to and then you start to have more doll rhythms and you start to have like more doll motion more doll expressiveness and your face changes and your body changes and your breathing changes and all of the things that like make you up as a person like we could say that a person is made up of like a bunch of different kinds of rhythms that are stacked on top of each other like even the guy at the um, the dance class was saying that a body is like an orchestra. What a good thing to say. Your body is like an orchestra and the music it's playing is this idea of doll. Each little part and piece is the idea that you are just doll. Right? And it's so simple. And all you have to do is pay a little bit different kind of attention. And then you just sort of become that thing. Stepped away from yourself and stepped way, way, way back to the sense that you're not really a person. The idea of being a person is like really far away, really far away. And it's just easier like this, right? You can let that sink in. We always do that kind of like wrap up, let things sink in. It's kind of interesting, but I bet it feels different. Like there's a sense of familiarity to things sinking in or to things like sort of just like absorbing into your 
your memories and your history versus, you know, each each individual moment and the way that you feel your self-processing and experience is different. Um, and so the way that this kind of experience is processed is a little bit different because you're in such a different state. Your sense of perception has changed, like, completely. Like, there's even a part of me that is having a hard time saying you as a, like, pronoun for you because it doesn't quite feel right. It feels too humanized for what you are right now. Just a doll. A doll sort of absorbs the things inside of it and then lets it go. You look very pretty right now. Very, very pretty. Let it go here. And I'm actually going to count to three and let you sort of like bring yourself back. You can hang on to a little bit of this feeling because that's really good and I don't want you to have to let go of that. One, two, and three. Mm -hmm. Hi. <laughs> oh, you're fucked up. <laughs> well, that's fine. I can probably do the rest of this podcast without you. If you want to talk, you can. Words are hard. Yeah, that's fine. So, I mean, that was sort of... I always feel like the demonstration says a lot. Um almost more so than the podcast, the meat of the podcast itself. But that's sort of like, there's a lot of moments there where I was doing a lot of these little transitions into one idea to another idea to another idea. And I wanted to make sure we were incorporating um, the things that we were just talking about, um, like the laughter and even like us going to the dance class today and stuff like that. Um, but, and maybe this is something that I need to improve on as a hypnotist where I didn't want to just start from, oh, you're laughing so hard, you're laughing yourself into trance kind of thing. Um, that's sort of just a personal preference. I don't like that trope very much. Um, but at the same time, like, that's absolutely an avenue that I could have gone and just chose not to. I wanted to just interrupt the flow and, and change, change the environment really quickly. Like for me, there's a lot of value in, um, like shifting a person out of like their current quote unquote space very quickly. Um, which has that same quality of, of proving to somebody that you have power over them, that the idea of like connecting to opposite things does. Um, but for me, it, it, I like doing that more than connecting opposite ideas. Um, that's just a broad <laughs> statement, I guess. That is not always true for me. Um, CC, it's fine. No, it's okay. Like I said, I could do this without you. Um, but, but yeah, so I just wanted to like really quickly shift us out of this like playful space and be very very um clear and be like okay we are doing something now we need to focus in a different kind of way and and that's kind of a little bit of how in my opinion pattern interrupts function especially in kink um they're they're more of a signal of like we need to change our perception or we need to change our process right now um as opposed to like some weird, uh, people call it transdurational search, which is not really what it is in most cases. But, um, but yeah, do you have anything you want to say at this point? You don't have to. You interrupted. You did an interrupt thing. Yeah. You did a, yeah. Yeah, I did. Pattern interrupt. I did. We could probably do a whole podcast. Well, I don't know how much we could do on pattern interrupts. <laughs> Sorry. 
I interrupted myself. No, so you're laughing. No, at? I'm no. laughing at the fact that I'm just imagining that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. He's so much trance. Yeah, that's what I was laughing at. Yeah, like I said, I think pattern interrupts really gone. have more value as like signaling and like changing the the yeah. the place or whatever. Um, it was very helpful here. Yeah, I went, there's a, there's a time and place for all sorts of things. I went, I went deep quick. Yeah, it was very fast. Well, and that's the thing is people but then like you put it in that when space, people teach when people teach that. pattern interrupts, they teach this like okay, you have to have someone engaged in like a physical pattern that they're doing unconsciously, and then like they're I've seen one where people are like rolling their hands forward, like they're just like making a wheel out of their hands. And it's like when is someone ever going to be making a wheel out of their hands unless you tell them to? So for me, pattern interrupts are more useful when someone isn't engaged in a natural pattern that they're already doing. Like they're on, they're, they're, they're fully engaged in something that they're, they're either thinking about or talking about or just like actively doing. And then you can just interrupt that. And then that's like a cool thing. So yeah. Anyways, I guess you could be doing it and then interrupt. Yeah. It. Well, that's part of like. We're getting into a whole different... Yeah. This is part of, Let's like... Let's do this as our next one. Okay. Well, sure. Pattern interruptions. We'll, I'll, put it on, I'll put it on the list. That sounds hot. I don't think there's a lot that we can talk about, but I didn't think there was a ton in this, but... Anyways, thank you yeah, all so much for uh, listening. Um, follow the podcast on Twitter at Two Hip Chicks. Check out our new podcast, Sake Monogatari. Sake Monogatari. I'll put links to that in the podcast description. Um really appreciate folks interacting giving topic suggestions chatting with us liking our pictures Sake on twitter our stupid stupid booze pictures and alcohol selfies. stories yes yep good job see very good I'm like smarter now all right good night everyone night